honestly proud that this wasn't just a one and done, just a little dream that we made happen once and we never revisited again. Much like our relationship, it continues to grow and flourish with every passing day. So, like the podcast, yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, uh, thanks for coming to listen to our second episode. Um, if this is anyone's first time listening to us, there's only 50-50 shot. You've either seen the first one or the second one. So, um, But how would you describe this podcast, Jake? Um, this podcast is Brendan drawing on certain supposed paranormal events from the past to convince me that ghosts are, in fact, real. Okay, yeah. So, I respect the paranormal greatly. Uh, I'm scared of it. I don't ever want to see a ghost, hear one, whatever. I don't want that experience. So, I respect... I just respect that world. Um, and Jake does not. Mm-mm. And so, we're just we're just having some discourse about uh, what it is that's happening in this world, ghost-wise. Yeah, it's a little broad right, just to say yeah, what's happening. Right, but ghost-wise... I guess. Okay. Well, um, thanks you. Thanks you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, thanks to everyone who's left us a review or five stars. It means a lot. Yeah. Or just told us that you like listening because that makes me happy. Yeah. If you'd like to listen, please tell us because we need the approval of others. I've always needed validation. And this is no different. Both of us do. Um, yeah. means a lot if you... Give us a review. Five-star reviews are the lifeblood of any podcast. Sure. It's true. Yeah. And also, it just makes me happy. True. Um, But if there is anything we can improve on, let us know about that, too. But say it nicely, because I will be upset. And still give us five stars. Yeah. Just be a buddy. <laughs> Just, yeah, come on. <laughs> like, what do you have to lose? Literally, you stand nothing to lose if you give us five stars. Nothing changes. But I want you to really like it. Yeah. So. But also, but also come freaking on. do it, Just bro. like, okay. So, I did get um, a few requests about things to talk about, which is awesome that anyone cares. Mm-hmm. Um, but this specific story we're doing today was actually from my sister, Christina. Who gave me this idea. Shout out Christina. Shout out Christina. Um, and I would assume that maybe other paranormal podcasts have talked about this because it's like a huge story. Sure. Um, but yeah, so that's where I got the idea from. I haven't heard any other paranormal podcasts. I don't listen to that many, but I do listen to a few. Uh, I haven't myself heard their episodes on this if they exist, but I'm sure someone's done it. Um, so shall we? We shall. Okay, so, uh, the story I'm going to tell today is about the Enfield Poltergeist. Have you heard of that? Never. Okay, well, it's the the most famous haunting in England. Okay. Uh, and it was like, I think what's interesting about the story is it was like, well known while it was happening. Like, it wasn't... It happened and then people... Right, it wasn't out. like last year people were like, oh, this this happened. It was like, there was press coverage and stuff while... The events were going on, which I think is cool. That is cool. Um, so the reason it's so famous is obviously because there's a lot of activity, but it's famous enough that it was, it's the source of a British TV show 
show, but also uh, it's the story of The Conjuring 2. So, wow. The Conjuring 2? 2. Okay, I didn't know if you meant Apparently, two, Oh, no, 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 like The Conjuring 2, the second movie. I guess yeah. I wasn't aware that the first Conjuring movie and the second were totally different stories. I've never seen the second one. I saw the first one. I saw the first one. quite good. It was scary, for sure. For sure. So apparently the second one is a different story. Okay. But, yeah. So, also, fun fact, when I googled, like, Enfield, England, I guess it's, like, kind of like a suburb of, like, London, but when mm-hmm. I, all I googled was Enfield, England, and the only thing that came up were stories about this. Not like even, those. like, a Wikipedia page that talked yeah. about, like, I thought you meant Enfield, like, baseball. No, E-N-F-I-E-L-D. Enfield. And it's in London. Okay. England. I, I think. Again, only this came up. The, there was no, like, wiki or anything. Understood. So. Okay. Let's hear some background. Yes. So, uh, the people living in this house were the Hodgson's family. Um, and it was a mom, Peggy, who had just separated from her husband. So, like, a single, newly single mom newly single with mom. four kids. So, they had Margaret, who was 12. So, the dad just dipped. I guess he just kids. up and left. Okay. Well, good. I guess good for him because he didn't have to experience it. Yeah, but also he abandoned his family, so. I don't actually know what happened between them, so who can say, but. Sure. He's not in the picture. Um, so, Margaret was 12, Janet was 11, Johnny was 10, and Billy was 7. What classic names for some Right, kids. I know. They were, and also, like, I don't really think of a person named Billy being British. Yeah. His name would be, like, Billiam. Yeah. For sure. Anyway. But, (laughs) that's another podcast. For sure. Okay. So, like, those are their ages at the times that the hauntings began. uh, And they lasted 18 months. Wow. (laughs) That's brutal. That's... I I wouldn't live in that house for 18 months. you move. You get out. No matter what it costs. Yeah. Like, you just... You eat all that expense. She's like, well, I always wanted a wraparound porch. So I'm going to have to make do with all these ghosts in our house. (laughs) So I'm just going to have to be, like, strangled and stuff. Yeah. Um, Okay, so just before the activity started, Margaret and Janet, the two daughters, Mm -hmm. had been playing with a Ouija board. So, But that kind of came out after. They were like, oh, yeah, that was something we did. Like, we messed around with the thing everyone tells you not to mess around with. Um, And they just sort of tied that together. Right, after they've, like, almost died and stuff. So, to be fair, they're like 11 and 12, so... Whatever. Um, an excuse for not having a logic. <laughs> okay, so, right, the parents are newly separated, and the events started on August 30th, 1977. So we're sort of getting close to the reunion. What? Oh, like, because it's August right now? Yeah. Okay. So, the mom um, heard Janet yelling... From upstairs, and she went up there, and, like, all her kids, I guess, lived in the same room, or at least multiples of them shared a room. Mm -hmm. There's, like, pictures of it and stuff. They're, like, two twin beds, or, like, a lot of the kids either slept in one room, either, at least, like, three of them were in one room, Mm -hmm. according to the pictures. Um, And she got up there, and, like, the kids were complaining that their beds were, like, violently, like, wobbling uncontrollably. Okay. Uh, and her, their mom was just like, okay, shut up and go to sleep. Like, who yeah. cares? Uh, cause she didn't see it. Mm-hmm. 
And um, the next night, things got worse, because of course. Uh, so Peggy, the mom, heard a crash from upstairs and went after it, thinking, like, oh, my kids are, like, jumping on the bed or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she got to the kids' room, she watched their huge, like, chest of drawers move across the room. Like, the kids are in bed. The chest of drawers moves across the room, and she... I don't know what she's thinking at this point. Probably, like... Holy crap. I would think. Yeah. I mean, I... I don't know. So she goes and she tries to move it back, and it doesn't budge. So, like, either it's incredibly difficult to move, or something else is, like, pushing against it, not letting her. Sure. Um... And they said it seemed like like they thought something was trying to like trap them in the room with this chest of drawers. Okay, a chest of drawers. Yeah. There's a bunch of drawers inside the chest. You don't know the saying, a chest of drawers. You mean like a cabinet? No, like just your drawers that your clothes are in. That's yeah. a chest of drawers. Oh. You never heard that before. No, I thought. And that's was... what we're focusing on. Not that it was moving across the room. Well, at least a chest of drawers is a real thing. A lot of people, like, say it together, like, chest of drawers. chest drawers <laughs> They do! N- I've never heard of that. Like, okay, well... I thought it was something... What would you call, like, do. your drawers? My drawers. Okay. <laughs> Same thing you just Okay, called. well... <laughs> anyway, so... That was kind of the first instance of okay. things moving. How do you feel about that? You know... Neat story. <laughs> hard, to, hard to validify. Okay. So, after that, activity activity increased. Um, there were, like, strange noises going on through the house. So, obviously, no one could sleep because that's All very unsettling. Um, and so, you're saying no, one's, no one has slept because of all the stuff going on? Well, it's been, like, a couple of days. Okay, I'll take note of that. <laughs> yeah, that's what's important here. So, they went next door to ask um, for some help from their neighbor. Because they were like, I don't know, things are just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the mom was like a little bit concerned for her children's safety. So everyone, they went next door and the guy who lived next to them was named Vic Nottingham. And he was like a hefty guy. Like, he was like a builder. So like hey. a burly, like manly man, sure. I guess. I don't know. A Jake Schmitz type. Right. What would you do in this situation? Would you go over there? Yeah, sure. What's there to be scared of? Interesting that my next point says, Vic left very scared. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Vic goes next door. um, And when he gets there, everyone hears this, like, knocking sound that's coming from everywhere in the house. Like, from the floor, from the ceiling, from the, like, side walls. Is it moving around or is it all at once? It's everywhere, all at once. Okay. It's pretty scary. Like, knocking. And this is something that persists, like... Keeps good. For, I mean... For the whole time he's there, and, like, it will come... It'll, like, reoccur for the whole haunting. Like, 18 months. You're just just sitting in your house, and you're like, oh, oh. Okay, the spirits are, you know, having a little party again. So, he left because he was terrified. um, Which sounds right. So then at that point, after Vic leaves... Mm -hmm. They call the police because they didn't know what else to do. Yeah, they're like, what's happening? Yeah. And so a police officer named Carolyn Heaps, um, she came in, heard the knocking, 
um, and said she saw a large armchair move across the floor unassisted. She checked everywhere for like wires that some maybe someone could be pulling um, and there was nothing there. And she even signed an affidavit confirming it. So okay. for anyone who doesn't know, an affidavit is a written statement confirmed by oath that can be used as evidence in court. So like you can't lie and you're a police officer who's doing that so you know, like, the full implications of, I can't lie about this. Like, this is actual, you know, serious stuff. Like, I'm not going to make up what I saw. Mm-hmm. And a police officer signed that. Okay. Carolyn. So, like, do you th- I mean, clearly she saw the armchair move. She saw the armchair move. 100%. 100%. You have any explanation for that? No. Not really. Off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think there's anything else it could be, other than a ghost, spirit, poltergeist, etc. I'm still not convinced. I don't know. Maybe the floor sort of an angle. Um, <laughs> Gravity's doing its work. You know, the chair was sort of. There's a lot of tension, uh-huh. like. And it was about to move, and then once all these new sets of footsteps entered the house, you know, all the kids, the mom, Carolyn, maybe Vic's there. You know, there's mm-hmm. a disruption on the ground. The chair finally slides across the floor. You don't believe that. It's an old, poorly built British house. You don't know. So, moving on, because <laughs> I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, so eventually the police left, because, like... No one was breaking the law. Like, it wasn't a police matter. They couldn't find anyone. So, the next step was that the family contacted the press. So, this is how, like, it was sort of famous while it was happening. Mm -hmm. So, the Daily Mirror showed up. Like, famous UK tabloid. Um, They have a little Snapchat story. Like, I think most people know the Daily Mirror. Um, So, a photographer came. His name was Graham Morris. And he visited the house and said that, quote... It was chaos, things started flying around, and people were screaming all the time. Uh, and he captured a few crazy things on camera. There's a one picture of, supposedly, of Janet being, like, tossed across the room. In my opinion, it kind of looks like she is just jumping off her bed. Uh, so, like, I'm not even going to use that as credible evidence. Maybe she was levitating, but I'll be honest, it really looks like she's just jumping off the bed. Um... But, so after the Daily Mirror, BBC also visited the house. What did Um, they have to say? So, they recorded some stuff, just kind of looked around the house. I don't think much activity happened while they were there, but as they went to leave, they noticed that the metal components of their equipment had been twisted and that all their recordings were erased. Interesting. And no one had touched their equipment except for them. So it wasn't like a little child's prank or anything. Yeah. So, like... And someone had to twist some metal, which is pretty creepy. I don't know. I think that's quite a coincidence that they went, captured all this ghost stuff. I said they didn't. Oh. Hmm. Well, yeah. They went there. Exactly. They went there. Didn't see anything. Well, we need a story. You know, we got to break this. The Daily Mirror can't have all of it. Hey, how about we twist our equipment? First of all... Means we can get new equipment. Second of all, breaking <laughs> They're story. They're just greedy. Yeah. Also, 
The Daily Mirror has been known to hyperbolize certain things. Right, but now we're talking about BBC. Can you please pay attention? I know, but I'm. I was just saying, like the Daily Mirror, that dude. He even said that the photo looked sort of fake. He was just trying to create a story. Journalists do that. Yeah. But okay. So I don't think things are flying everywhere. Okay, of course you don't. All right. So after that. So we've done Daily Mirror, BBC. Mm-hmm. Then the family sought help from the Society for Psychical Research. Mm, here we go. Um, SPR for short. And the researchers showed up and they said that they just, as soon as they got there, just really didn't think that their story was a hoax because like a hoax, sorry, not a hoax. Not uh, just one hoax, but a couple <laughs> hoax. Because like the family was so clearly like distraught. Mm-hmm. Like they could tell like, Definitely no one's been asleep. Tensions have been high. Everyone's, like, freaking the F out. Um, They said everyone was in chaos, like, very visibly disturbed. Um, And this was weird to them because when the researchers first arrived, like, things seemed pretty quiet. There wasn't, like, activity. Mm -hmm. But after a while, they said Legos, T-shirts, marbles. Like, all this stuff was flying around. Like, one guy got hit in the eye with a Lego and, like, was bruised for, like, weeks afterward. Um, a Lego? A Lego. I've never heard of anyone getting weeks. foot on... Or, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of anyone getting hurt on a Lego except for on their foot. Yeah. But he said it, like, was pelted at him from nowhere. And what was weird is when they went to go pick the stuff up, it was, like, hot to the touch. Like, as if maybe someone had been touching it, that kind of hot, or like, like, oh my god, it burns. Which one was it? I don't know. So. I'd like to think it was, like, hot to, like, just, like, hot to the touch, like, someone was holding this before me. Like, warm to the touch. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, these people haven't been sleeping for days. Maybe the first These are the researchers, though. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the family now. Okay. First night, the chess moves for some reason. They freak out. None of them are sleeping. The kids aren't sleeping. The mom's not sleeping. That's how it works. So they start seeing stuff because of lack of sleep. And then it perpetuates... Brennan's drinking a juice box. I was drinking an apple juice. Sorry <laughs> if you heard that. And then it perpetuates them sort of seeing this stuff. It keeps going and going. But they keep not sleeping. So I assume this will continue. Can't explain the Lego stuff. Maybe kid threw it. It was too embarrassed to say something because it hit the guy. To my understanding, it was, like, a lot of them. Like, things were, like, flying around. Okay. Um, so, the researchers saw pretty much every, like, classic poltergeist move. Classic. So, like, when people classify, like, a spirit or something as a poltergeist, they usually see furniture levitating, it, like, spinning around, being flown across the room, being, like, flipped over, like you'll look away and turn and, like, things will be stacked that just weren't before. So that's, like, classic, like, poltergeist behavior. Um, Also, family members were hurled out of bed at night, just freaking thrown across the room, because that's casual. But they didn't sleep. You don't have to sleep to be in bed. Lord knows I do it all the time. Lord knows. (laughs) Um, So the knocking kept coming, and... They kind of thought maybe it was, like, a game that the spirit was trying to play. Like, it was pretty, I don't know, just seemed, like, kind of, like, pestery. Not, yeah. not like, malicious, but, like, kind of... Like, like annoying. It was, yeah. Um, 
So one of the researchers said that he witnessed more than 2,000 incidents of supernatural activity. You don't count that high with incidents. That's what he said. Over 2,000. Fine. Good for him. He's a researcher, a very, like, quantitative guy, I would think. Yeah, and his job is to research. This is the same argument as the guy who, you know, what's it? He writes Abe Lincoln biographies, if you listen to the last episode. These people, their livelihood are spiritual, sort of, ghostly encounters. So, of course, they're going to report all this crap as a paranormal encounter, because they're that's more, how they're no, going to I think they're more in get tune by. No, they're just in tune. Something we would say as, that was a really, like, I don't know, I just can't explain it, I'm going to brush it off. They're, they would say, I think that's paranormal activity. Exactly. Well, I think there are some things that we look at and we're like, mm, can't explain it anyway, because it's scary to be like, mm-hmm. maybe there's this thing I can't see or here. Or maybe it's me. a coincidence. I don't think things flying across the room is a coincidence. Yeah. People flying across the room. Sure. What do you say? What do you say about I'm people saying who are floating? Two thousand people did not fly across the room. There's probably some stuff where a pencil fell off a table and he counted as an, as okay. an incident. Okay. Well, regardless, he said two thousand. So if if okay, because guy. he's a paranormal guy, two thousand in his mind is like even two hundred or twenty in ours. That's enough for me. Sure. That's enough for anyone. Sure. So, the majority of the, like, actually scary stuff um, centered around Janet, the 11-year-old girl. Probably because her name's Janet. I mean, she's still alive today, so that's kind of rude of me to say. She's like 45 or something. We respect you deeply. 100% Janet, and we respect what you went through. And next time you play with a Ouija board, just freaking tell someone. Like, let someone know before you're going to do it so that they can talk you the F out of it. And also give us five stars. Yeah, Janet, if, if Janet from this story is listening, we've made it. Uh, okay, so, activity swarmed around her. Um, she was seen levitating on several occasions. Her siblings would, like, wake up and see her yeah, above the bed. That's creepy. And she would often be awake, so she'd be, like, screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, one time... Uh, she was, like, levitating, and she got, like, pulled near these curtains, and they were wrapped around her neck, like, as if it was going to strangle her. Yeah. Um, so it is a supposed malicious spirit at this that point. That seems super malicious to me, and I saw some accounts of the family, like, when they talk about it kind of years later, they're like, I don't really think it was, like, out to hurt us. And I'm like, uh, I don't, I think you're wrong. Like, if something yeah. is, like wrapping a curtain around mm-hmm. your neck that's and that's all of them forgetting that they lied about the curtain thing <sighs> okay so what's interesting is a like her mom went okay so back to the curtains her mom went to go pull them off it took like a lot of effort to get her mm-hmm. out of these curtains she's also like levitating so that probably took some effort to get her down too um so also people like, neighbors outside would say that they saw her levitating. Like, the instances that I talked about where her siblings would wake up, like, if the light was on, you know, you can see, like, if you're outside, if the light's on, you can see what's going on. And two different neighbors said that they saw her up there, like, floating around and being, like, tossed into the window Mm -hmm. from the outside. Like, that's... Imagine being the neighbor. 
And just seeing that. And you're like, that's a girl floating. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I'd I'd be a little creeped out. God. Also, if you're her neighbor, you know that that's the famous house from the Daily Mirror and BBC. I don't know the timeline of of all of... Like, this stuff I'm getting into now is, like, overarching activity. All right. So I'm not sure what the... I'll be honest. I don't know what the timeline is on that. Yeah. Well, neighbor accounts definitely have me stumped. Why would they lie? Yeah. It's like, what did they stand to gain? I don't think they knew that it would become such a big deal. I guess they stand to gain an interview with one of these places. Oh, yeah. I saw something come out of your house. Oh, what? Are you talking about... Oh, yeah. I saw something. Yeah, I saw that, too. Well... Okay, so, uh, Janet was also one time in bed, and, uh, there was, like, a fireplace in their bedroom, Mm -hmm. and one time the iron was ripped out of the wall, just in the middle of the night, like... To stoke the fire? I guess so. The iron used to stoke the fire was ripped out of the wall. What does that mean? The thing that you stick in the fire. No, 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 no. It was, like, the iron railing of the fire, like, the, the, like bones of the fireplace was ripped out of the wall. <laughs> the bones of it all. I don't know. I thought a fireplace was brick. This one had iron around it. Interesting. It was 1977, so who knows. A big boom in iron fireplaces occurred <laughs> that year, apparently, according to Brennan. Okay. So, I think the creepiest, well, I don't know, levitating is terrifying, so yeah, maybe that's sure. the scariest that's scary. thing here. That's scary. But, in addition to this, like, physical movement, um, Janet was often used as, like, a medium connection for this spirit to communicate. Yikes. Um, so, that stuff's creepy in movies. Oh, my God. There's a there's a voice recording of it. All right. So. Okay, so this guy, Bill Wilkins, um, is a man that lived in the house before them and died previously to them obviously moving in. And he would speak through Janet. Um, and this raspy, creepy male voice, I think we'll try to insert a clip later, yeah. Um, the voice of Bill would come through her and he spoke and said, on one occasion, he spoke and said, just before I died, I went blind and then I had a hemorrhage, fell asleep and died in the chair in the corner downstairs. Janet had no idea. They didn't even know at all that this man had died in the house before them. Mm-hmm. And they like contacted the guy's son who was still alive. And like the son was like, yeah, that's what happened. Like, mm-hmm. He died in the house. He had a hemorrhage. That's what killed him. And um, that was something that, like, Janet was just able to say in this. Oh, it's the creepiest voice. All right, so we're going to, I'm going to listen to the clip. And yeah. we're going to insert it in the video. We'll, like, insert some stuff. It won't be, I don't think we can find the clip of him speaking through her that specific thing. But I have mm-hmm. seen a video that I'll show you and hopefully we'll insert um, that you can hear her. All right, so it's going to go right here. I want you to tell me whether you remember what happened to you when you died. Just before you died and just after you died. I fell asleep 
and now died in a chair in the corner downstairs. So, okay, so we listened to it. We listened to it. Hopefully you guys just listened to it too. We'll see how yeah. the editing turns out. My piece about it is, yeah, it's balls creepy. It's so the scary. The voice is creepy. I was too scared to listen to it on my own. I literally listened to it to, to, for the first time earlier today with like three other people around. So uh, this was like the second time I listened to it just now with us talking about it. Yeah, it's creepy. Um, no verification that she really said that in my mind. You know, the voice is creepy. Yes, Brendan. If she did say that with that voice, really creepy. But this was, like, documented with, like, news, like news crews and stuff. Like, people, like... I don't know. I need more proof than that. Okay. I need well, more it's proof than terrifying. It's, yeah. It's, it's scary. It's, it's going to terrib- keep me up. Yeah, I'm going to be up at night and, like, be scared. Um, yeah. God knows. Yeah, I mean, I already am every night, so. (sighs) Okay. So, um, we looked into the recordings. Mm -hmm. We looked at those. uh, But, of course, since Janet was the center of activity, she's like an 11-year-old girl, um, a lot of people think that, like, if, if things were faked, like, she couldn't have faked everything that happened. Like, sure, she could put on the creepiest, burliest old man voice that mm-hmm. I definitely couldn't make. I don't think an 11-year-old could do it, but maybe. Maybe. Maybe if she did maybe. that. But there's no way she's flying across the room by herself. There's no way she's making furniture move when she's across the room, you know? Yeah. So Yeah. Some people do believe, you know, who knows? Maybe she faked some things, but there's no way she faked everything. I saw the picture, that w- the aforementioned picture. It looks like she jumped off the bed yeah. in that picture. Um, yeah, I'm not, I like, I don't even use that as evidence. Uh, I think that's stupid. It has been taken off the table. Debunked. Um, so there are suspicions, but like every eyewitness like insists that there was just no way she could have faked everything, especially like moving furniture and the knocking that was, like she couldn't have done the knocking coming from everywhere. Yeah. And just, like, wasn't plausible. Um, and even when the activity did finally cease 18 months later, family members... Did they ever say why it stopped? No, it just kind of, like, fizzled out, but... The like, fame had The ended. family members that lived there, you know, after it stopped, and then, like, other people who later moved into the house when the family left, they claim that there was just kind of always, like, a presence looming over you, even though there wasn't. You know, okay. girls flying across the because room. Because your house was famous for having ghosts in it. That was the presence. It was them being like, will it happen to us? There was no presence, per se. I feel like there was an expectation for something weird to happen. Okay. Because, like, sure. you lived in the scary house. Also, they stopped because the f- they had their 15 minutes. They were tired of keeping up this charade. They were tired of all the weird guys in their house talking about ghosts. So... They said it all stopped. The knocking is weird. That could be a result of house mice <laughs> running through the walls, mm-hmm. ceiling, floor. That'd be a Her lot flying, of mice. I don't know. Be a lot of mice, for real. Yeah, I'd be worried too. Okay, so something I do have to say, because I feel like it wouldn't be right of me if I didn't say this. Years later, the girls said that they faked about 2%, hey. 2%, 1-2% of the incidents, only to see if investigators would notice, and they always noticed. 
So th this wasn't, these little fakes of things um, didn't sort of like, those weren't reported. So it was like, um, sorry, Jake was telling me to move the microphone if I got sorry, weird. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> but so these like little faked incidents were specifically so that people would catch them. Like they wanted, they just wanted to know that like, okay, people are paying attention to sure. me. Um, so like that's not the flying across the room and stuff. Like, those yeah. were separate incidences. And that's a really good way to rid your conscience of lying about all this stuff. Okay. Um, so I think that them saying the whole 2% thing, I'll agree, it does, like, discount some of the credibility. Some of the stuff. Um, but, again, like, there was lots of things that they just couldn't fake. Sure. That a lot of people things. saw. Yeah, just things that's like, okay, even, you know, a big man can do that kind of stuff. So, Janet and her siblings um, didn't talk about it much after it happened, especially while their mom was alive. They said they didn't want to, like, hash things out. Mm -hmm. This was obviously really hard on their mom. Fair. Like, we talked about, they were never sleeping. Very fair. Just, like, the tensions were so high. But after their mom died, uh, I know at least Janet talked about it a little bit. Um, and they just recount that, like, the events were really hard on their family and that how it was super hard to kind of feel victim to something they couldn't even see or, like, fight back against. Mm -hmm. um, which just kind of took a toll on them. And obviously they do the, the classic, like, if you don't believe me, fine, I know what I saw. Like, because, of course, yeah. either you believe them or you don't. Um, I know that's our brand. Two cents with me. Yeah, uh, that is our brand. That is our brand. <laughs> but, so, yeah, I mean, that's the story. Again, it's the most famous haunting in England. I can see why. It's pretty scary. I guess. And yet, I still just demolished them with logic. No. <laughs> Tore them apart, dissected everything. I think I the said. scariest things. Levitating. Levitating crazy. is. Imagine you're her little, what, seven year old brother. Yeah. You look up and good old sister Janet is in the air. Yeah, that's terrifying, for sure. I would sharp myself. Yeah, I'd sharp myself too. No doubt. No doubt. The voice is scary. Okay, I hope we can put that in here because... We can. It's disgustingly terrifying. Yeah, it's really scary. It's for sure scary. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about is just like... Okay, so I said it was uh, the inspiration for the Conjuring 2 movie. Mm -hmm. And it's like super accurate like the only thing that they changed in the movie was that um the only like major change was that they had like crosses that turned upside down uh like a huge wall of them that turned upside down which I is more of like demonic yeah it was like that's more like demonic like satanic activity yeah. whereas that didn't happen. actually happen um yeah. again like they claim that the spirit wasn't super violent but i don't know uh I mean, it tried to choke with Kurt. Right, so, like, that seems violent to me. But other than that, um, the only other thing is that, so these people, the Warrens, they're, like, super famous Yeah, they were the first conjuring people. Yeah, so they did, like, Annabelle. And they mm -hmm. have, like, in their real house, they have, like, all these, like, haunted objects. They're, like, the goat. Like, if the Warrens come out, like, scary-ish has been going down. Um, and they, like... Did have a little bit of involvement in this case, but not as much as the movie makes it sound like. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, those are the only things. Like, everything else is apparently pretty spot on. Yeah. 
And that's scary because The Conjuring, I mean, okay, I'll be honest, like I said, I didn't see the second one, but the first one scared the nuts out Interesting of me. Interesting thing about the first one, in the beginning they claim that this was all based on true events. Yeah. And they say that ghosts are real in the movie. Yeah. And Warner Brothers is being sued unless they can objectively prove that ghosts are real. So keep really? your eye out for that. I didn't know that. Because if they do so, that's a huge break in this podcast. Somebody's trying to get some money. We need That's a reach. We need the Warrens on the podcast. Um, yeah, right. The Warrens we'll are not out. coming on this podcast. Also, Please, God, guys... in like 10 years, let me be like, haha, remember when I was dreaming big and now I'm friends with them? That's anyway, Brennan just spoke that into existence. But <laughs> um, also let us know if you want to have a Conjuring 2 viewing party, maybe. <gasps> Fans of the podcast. Oh. Reach out. If you're still listening, I know we're in the 36th minute, or it'll probably be more once I have the clip in, but let us know if you want to have a Conjuring 2 viewing party, and we can arrange that, um, since Absolutely. we all know. Brennan, do you have any other things to say? Now I'm just really excited, excited about, about this possible viewing yeah. party. Um, no, just thank you for listening, and yeah. Give I us really, your feedback. Yeah, let us know. Um... Let us know if you want a Patreon account. Yeah, we might open that up soon. Assuming that we're able to, we are in college and we're about to go back to school, assuming that the schedule is easy to keep up, like we're still able to post once a week, then we'll definitely try to open and something we'll like that. And we'll be cranking out content for y'all. Hopefully, yeah. That's the goal. Um, let us know if you have anything you want us to talk about on here. Yeah, please we're totally let me know. To do that. I do have like a list of like four things that people have told me, but... We want more. I want more, and there's no guarantee at all, you know, um, that they'll all be good ones. Yeah, true. Uh, if you haven't yet, please give us five stars. Please give us five stars. Us download, download, download our downloads, podcast. Um, play a big role. Apparently. I didn't know that. Jake yeah, told me that. I found that out. Also, uh, uh, I'm still not completely convinced of the existence of ghosts. I know okay, it's sort we'll of like this We'll check in on that. How's our relationship on. doing? We're still dating. We're still dating. Still very much dating. Doesn't tear us apart this, Not this yet. little you know, these arguments. Uh, I don't know, guys. I think that's it. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I think this story is awesome. It's cool. Regardless, like, if at least some of these events inspired a movie, like, as scary and as, like, well done as the Conjuring movies, like, that would have been terrifying to live. And I can't imagine that. Yep. At 11 years old. Or 12. Scary. It's terrible. Janet. Yeah, sorry, Janet. Be as strong as Janet. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Conjuring 2 viewing party if you want that. So, Please give cool. us your feedback. Let us feedback. know. Just talk to me. Tell me. Tell me you like my voice. Please just tell me you like something about this. All right. Stay spooky. All right. Stay spooky. Thanks for listening. <laughs>